Chris Classic 2016 uh, First of all, I'm a New York nigga New kicks, new chicks, and new fitty You can put me anywhere, I'ma kick it 125th G depth, let's get it I hate when niggas say you make real hip-hop I will still fuck your bitch in Gucci flip-flops The problem is if I say anything intelligent You call it conscious like it's somehow not relevant I agree that this ain't really for KOD But say la V out the bowls in the SUV On my way to the black Oscars The late Oscar Grant is getting on it Somebody tell Ryan Coogler he's a monster And Magic and Jordan will be the sponsors The great Quincy Jones will pick the artist For the Robert Glasper Ensemble Oh look it's the LeBron sipping on our mom With the Simmons and the Yo, Cousins Welcome the to the Misfits of Comedy Podcast It is your boy C.D. Charles in the house I have my guest for the night, for the evening, for show. Sure. Well, they do. How y'all doing out there? Hey, what's good, my brother? Man, I'm great, man. First of all, I want to thank you for the opportunity to put for show on your podcast. Misfits Comedy. Misfits Comedy. Sure. Comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been on the show. I've been, I've been down with him for a minute. Um, and we've been meaning to work for each other for a minute, so it didn't happen until recently. But uh, okay. I saw you in the show. You did good. You know man, I mean? appreciate you, man. Yeah, appreciate so, you. So let me, let me invite the brother on. Um, okay. A little, you know, <laughs> he had their moments where they was listening, they wasn't. Man, that's a tough crowd. That's a tough, that's, yeah. but, but, but that's, to me, that's part of the, the show. The part of the show, but then, too, that, that's why I got to reel them back in. You know what I mean? You gonna have your moments where they out there, but then you gotta run back in with yeah, a joke. You had you had a dude that was making noise in the background. You kind of <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. He just kept going. Yeah, he just kept going. I'm, I'm like, what? Like, my nigga, you know, it's a, it's a little some people talking right <laughs> right. with a microphone, right? I even paused. Like I even said the crowd. Did. I was like, I was like, watch this. Right. <laughs> but that's yeah. the funny part about entertaining folks, especially in a black establishment. You know what I'm saying? They will talk. They yeah. will do whatever the fuck. Like, it don't even matter. And you got to kind of work around that shit and learn, like you said, pull them back in. You know what I'm saying? You have so. to. Yeah, because black people, as black people, as a, we, we, you know, especially we ain't seen nobody in a while. We're like, what's up? How you be? You know, we we go into how your mama doing, how your right, grandma. Right, 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 right. We go into all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the wrong time, man. At the wrong time. Nigga, I see waitresses pass by to my microphone. <laughs> Niggas. Smoke hookah right in my face. I was at a joint in fucking Alpharetta. The bitch was literally turning and blow hookahs right in my face. That's a bitch, really? Right, right. What are we doing? Right, right. what are we doing? It's not Michael Jackson. Why you blowing smoke in my face? And then they get mad. Right. And then they get mad. Right. Like, like what? Like, like, I don't understand that. Like, to me, it's like a bootleg. I feel like I be doing a bootleg show sometimes. Like, you know, in bootleg movies, they always yep. have somebody walking by the screen. Yep. I feel like it's a bootleg movie sometimes. Yep. Or a comedy show. So, yeah, I definitely feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where you from, man? I So, man, it's, it's, so I was born in Chicago, Flint, Michigan, Flint, Bear Rock. Okay. Uh, but I was raised between Flint, Michigan and in Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. Naptown. Right, Nap or nothing. That's where I was from. I got some friends from over there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Mike Epps over there, right? Yeah, Mike Epps. Salute to Mike Epps. I mean, he's he's putting uh, he's putting uh, Indianapolis on the map as far as the comedy scene. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, how long have you been doing comedy? Over two decades, man. Twenty twenty one years, man. Yeah, yeah. Twenty one years. Yeah, and, and, and it's crazy though. 
for me personally, a little bit over two decades in the game, I'm just now, I'm really figuring it out. Like, I watch a lot of uh, podcasts as well. Uh, this podcast, but I watch uh, Godfrey, the comedian he was talking about, in the comedy games, it's just like regular years. Like, you know, you, you're, you're a teenager, and then you become, mm. you become, uh, he said, once you're 21, you're a daughter in the game. Mm. And so when I turned 21 in the comedy game, uh, March 2nd of this year, okay. I felt the switch. I felt the, it's like I felt the maturity in my comedy, mm. and I'm seeing it more. And a good thing, too, is Atlanta, Atlanta comedians, Atlanta scene, teach you. Yeah. Like, like you, you got to have some skin. I remember I was one place in Decatur, and I did a joke, and I thought it was my funniest joke. And the, and I said, oh, y'all just didn't get it. Now he said, nigga, we got it. And it just wasn't funny. Right. But they, tell you. <laughs> right. But they respect me because I kept going. And then after the show, I stayed around to talk and to mingle. Because sometimes, you know, as a comedian, you know, things like if you bomb or if you have dip. a bad, you just dip. Right. But they respect me more and was like, okay, yeah. this guy really, really love what he's doing. Absolutely. Right. And, and, you know, like you were saying, Atlanta comedians, because I've performed in different, I'm from New York, so you know how yeah, okay. saturated it is out of New York. Right. I performed in L.A. So there. out here, it's a good diversity of comedians, but these comedians, like you said, come from all over the different country to come to Atlanta because it's feel like Black Hollywood, right? Yeah, they yeah. get on. Right. A lot of entertainment. But they're sharp. They're really sharp. Yes, they are. So you can't go in there like I'm just going bullshit yeah. because <laughs> I come in the room and I'm like, oh, this nigga on the lineup? Oh, yeah. Oh, I gotta cover my motherfucking A game because you you don't even know you may not even know who you follow behind. Man, you like I went to I went to a um, two weeks ago I went to a contest mm. like it was in Atlanta theater in uh, Norcross. Yeah, yeah, I was. Exactly Man, they was like them comedians. I didn't know what to expect as far as I was just a, a, in the uh, audience. Right. I didn't know what to expect, but I'm like, man, these are some dope comedians, yeah. and I was like, wow, but. Uh, but one thing I did recognize, like you said, you got to come with it. Come and, with. and I always say this, my son used to play AAU uh, basketball. One of the top kids as far as the basketball squad, George Hill, Pacers, shout out to G. Um, we was the number one team, so it would be teams that be real good right. until they play us. Right. And I always used to say, you only, you're always good in your own neighborhood. But once you got to get out of your neighborhood yep. and go, because I could have stayed in Indiana. Right. Like I'm pretty, for sure it's pretty, the brand is pretty big. And uh, I do I do uh, shows where I get 500 people at, at colleges and stuff like that. Nice. Martin University. So I could have stayed there, but I knew I got to see how, how good I really, really am. am. Yeah. So I had to come to, a, I call this the foreign country. And since I've been here, they've been showing me mad love because I'm, um, I'm just going out here doing me, saying my, uh, telling my story the way I tell my story. Being you, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. They will steal your shit though. Be be mindful. Yeah, that, and <laughs> I, I I know I know they will. Don't be in a room full of comedians. Just make your exit or just sit down. Just I'll, sit down. I'll be like, there's more comedians than crowd. I'm gonna sit this one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Because you know you got people recording. So yeah, the good thing is where, where I come from, and I come from. I do nothing but clean comedy. Oh, so so it's a little okay. yeah. And the, most people That's don't realize most people don't realize that until they hear me. Like I try to tell the the host, don't say I'm a clean comedian. Just announce for show. And so when they announce me, 
people afterward they'll cuss me out. They'll be like, oh my God, you ain't. But like, and then I, I get booked a lot for like, I do a lot of pastors events. I do a lot of charities. I do a lot of. Cause I be looking for clean comedians when I do stuff. And I, it be hard to find. They hard to find. But this is the thing. A lot of comedians don't understand. Like, you can do it. Like, you just got. You, it's more than like when you go on an interview. Content, yeah. yeah. When you go on an interview, you don't be using profanity on the interview. You just go on the interview and you do what you do. So my thing is, um, I use that. And I have a lot of people be like, man, I didn't know clean comedy could be that funny. And so that's, you know, that's what I use. I, I'm a clean, they call me like the pastor of clean comedy. You know, or one of the pastors, there's other ones out there. But, you know, in the Indiana area, per se. I mean, that's dope, because whenever I'll be trying to invite people to do clean comedy, say, you do clean comedy? They're like, yeah, all I got to do is take the curses out. No. No. It's no. way more than that, sir. It's more, it's way, <laughs> man, please, can you say that again? It's way more to the curse. Like, yeah, it's easy. I was to say, you can't have no sexual undertones, no. sir. No. Besides, content is different. Yeah. So act like you performing in front of the Disney Channel, yep. executives, and all their kids. <laughs> You like, can't say nothing. And I said it in the course of these are talking about all types. I'm looking like Yeah. yeah. No, right, right. Yeah. Right. No. And, and you Can we get talk that. About this shit? And you get that and you you know, cause even though I, I do I do a clean comedy show in Indiana like once a month. And so when I do it there, I, I try to I let them know this is the guidelines. Like I need you to understand. I, and when people ask me, well, what do you think about this? If you, if you got to think about if it's clean or not, most likely it's not clean. It's not clean. Right. If most it's, likely. If, it's, it's, if your mama can't say the same joke at church, <laughs> yeah. it ain't clean. <laughs> it's so, all yeah. it is to it. And I've been doing it for two decades. A lot, I had a lot of people tell me, a couple, not a lot of people, some comedians tell me, man, if you don't do no, you, no cursing or whatever, you won't make it in this business. But... That, that's not true because most people think of, you know you think of Sinbad yeah you think of Sinbad you think Cosby. me yeah Cosby you, it's a lot of comedians out there that you've never really heard of that do clean comedy uh -huh. but they they making six figures some of them are like millionaires doing it but but because it's not on the mainstream right but they may have a show where they do a church and the church pay them 25000 yeah. just for that one show yeah and they do that every week right Oh, every weekend, yeah, every weekend they do a show every weekend, making that much money. Twenty-five thousand a weekend is not a bad thing. No, nah, that's for what you love to do. Absolutely, for yeah. a couple minutes. I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> comedy is that type of game. We don't get paid by the hour; we get paid by the minutes. And so, and so that's funny you say that. I'm glad you said that because when you get booked, uh -huh. people it depends on. That's the hard part when you get booked from people don't understand the game and understand the entertainment. Right. They look like they work They work for a, a, a like a GM or something. Mm -hmm. They're getting paid $35 an hour. Right. So they thinking $35 an hour is a lot of money, right. but when it comes to comedy, you tell them your price, and they be like, well, I need to be doing that. I was right. like, okay, go ahead and, and do, do it, it then. Yeah. And then when you know when I worked with J. Anthony Brown, it was funny, when I worked with J. Anthony Brown, uh, this guy kept, he was like, Jay, man, let me tell some jokes. And there had to be about 700 people at the, at the casino was in Gary. Tell some jokes, tell me, tell some jokes. J. Anthony Brown let him get up there. And he seen all those people, he froze. And he understood then, this ain't easy, man. Because once again, your family know you funny. Thank you. Say it again. Your family, your family know you funny. Right. But when you, in order to, like you say, you from New York. Mm -hmm. Like New York, I did a show in, I did a show in Philly. Uh, a clean show in Philly. And man, they was like, 
nearly booing the comedian that was up there. So you know how the East Coast stuff yeah. is. Yeah, we so, we so the game. Y'all grind. So, it, so that's the same thing in Atlanta. So I tell people, if you think it's easy, because everybody, you know, you got a lot of internet, you got a lot of internet Facebook comedians. Absolutely. But if you put them on stage, that shit don't translate. It does not translate, and then you have to understand because you know on Facebook you can edit, you can you can you can you can have your boys around you laughing while you say it. But when you get up there, you got strangers. You get that immediate feedback. That, right, like there is no there is no comeback later or let me rewind what you're saying. When you got a live setting and it don't hit, how do you recover when nobody laughs at your? Signature joke, the right. joke that, that all your family members laugh at. Right. But when you say it on stage, nobody they just crickets, and you like, what do you do? I tell people all the time, they be like, oh yeah, I, I could do that. I said conversational funny is different than stand-up comedian funny, punchlines and setups. Cause like you said, cause your family, your friends think they're funny. Part of it is they know your story, <laughs> yeah. so it's easy to laugh at. I know you're crazy, yeah. right, right, right. I know you're crazy, yeah. the fucking son. Right, I know right. you, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's easy for me to laugh. I got references. Yeah. But you got to make a room full of strangers of all different backgrounds, of all different occupations, laugh at one common denominator. Yeah. That shit is hard from your perspective. So if you can't do that regularly, you can't do this shit. And this ain't something you can fucking teach, really, for the niggas be doing shit. I be looking at niggas doing things. I'm like, all right, it's cool. Y'all trying to get a buck. But this shit got to be in you. Like, it really got to be in you. You got to have that, like, fucking, I don't know what to say, that uspa, whatever they call it, what the dudes come up, like, that little knots already built in you because it's, it's, it's one of those hard things. I, I, I think other comedians talk about, we have a, and, and, I don't mean we different from you. Yeah. We have the... Uh, like a, a a viewpoint of seeing anything could be funny. Uh, the worst things. Uh, we have a dark a dark side of us that you'd be like, if I say this out loud, niggas would go crazy. Yeah, you I can are. find anything. With I don't that, care how fucked up it is. It doesn't matter. You gonna find you gonna find humor in it. My brother was murdered in two thousand seven. So when my brother was murdered in two thousand seven, my mother is funny. My brothers. So and we know who we know who murdered him. My my brother was a good dude, like right. nonviolent, five foot one, maybe a hundred, hundred and twenty pounds. Wow. He got stabbed to death. Wow. But we know who did it. We 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 you know all that. But when we went to the funeral home, I sensed the humor, the the mortician, all in it was like, man, are y'all grieving? Are y'all grieving? But we use our humor. Right. And so I even made a joke about my brother. Like you know, they always used to say like, if you owe me, you'll never be broke. I hate that. Yeah, right. But, but my, but my brother, he owed me some money. So guess what? In life, I'll never be broke. Right. You feel what I'm right, saying? Right, right. So I, but I used that, and I told that joke one time, okay. and people was like, "Are you?" They was like, "Are you serious? Did your brother really die? Was he murdered?" I said, like, "Yeah, but I that dark side, whether it's relationship, divorces." Your children being crazy, you being crazy, your job being crazy, uh, traffic in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Everything's, like, everything, everything's laughable, yo. But but we because what it is is it's just like they say that a comedian has a schizophrenia. It's, it's schizophrenia. He has a he has that trait where we can. Because I tell people all the time, the hardest part about doing comedy is when you get done doing comedy. Cause you gotta come down to who you really are. Like when you up there, like you know, people when they see you, they you know you're a comedian. They be like, "Tell me a joke." Right. But like, I no, I can't shit. tell you yeah, a joke that's right how that now. That's works, baby. I can't tell you a joke right now because I ain't in. I, I, I ain't in I, the I, element. I ain't in the element. 
because now you 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 the real person. Right. And then when you got to come down from that high, especially you didn't kill the show, you got to come from down. That high. Yeah. And when you come down, you like, oh man, like. Go back to the regular yeah, schedule program. Right, right. <laughs> then that, that's when the depression kicks in. Right. That's when that's when the whatever issues you're dealing with. You back to it. Because when you get to that mic, I tell people, they like, man, you're the most serious comedian I've ever met. But when they call my name and I grab that mic, that's for it. show is on stage. You, you're and persona, then, yeah. they, so I, I used to tell women, if you fall in love with for show, for show is only on stage. <laughs> outside of outside of outside of for show, you better not fall in love with for show on stage because. Donald Martin is different than for sure. Mm. That's my alter ego. See, for, ah, I so like that. That's that's who. We, that's our super. That's our superpower. Mm. It, being a comedian is a superpower. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a motivational speaker. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you talk to uh, different ones. You have singers. You have people be like, man, you, man, you're so stuck up. But they understand that who they are on, on stage, stage. It's a persona. It, it, it's a persona. Absolutely. And who I am is different. So the uh, audience, the fans. Get it all mixed up because they thinking like, well, I thought you would be just like you was in that movie. You know, people get mad at people over a movie that they didn't play it in the movie and they didn't play that role in a while. Right. And then they'd be like, but until you do right by Dire Mad right, Black right, right, right. until you do right. By, right by her, I ain't going to talk to you. Right. But that was just a. So that it, was a person. That was a, a, per, in a, in a movie. movie, but they translate it over to real life. Right. So we got a, we got a superpower, man. We got to do, I do. I tell a lot of women. That's how I get in your drawers. <laughs> right out that pussy. <laughs> I ain't no Denzel Morris chestnut, but yeah, yeah. your drawers is up for play when I yeah. start, <laughs> start making your ass laugh. Every time, nigga. He tall, he all that shit. Yeah. Let, me, let me isolate your ass real quick like I'm messing with these jokes. Right, 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 right. Crossover. <laughs> you yeah, know what Right, that's funny. So, um, I love it. Um, in your, your 20 years of comedy, let me name a moment. Your pinnacle moment, you was like, oh my God, this is it. I feel this is incredible. Your best moment ever, and then one of your lowest moments. You're like, maybe I made to quit this shit. No, so you good. So so my biggest moment actually was December 18th, I believe, of last year. I was at the Uptown Comedy Corner, and uh, they have a Sunday brunch where I do the clean comedy. Shout out to Wade Ball. Wade Ball is my guy. He's really been supportive. Because I was just going there. I, I seen the flyer, and I was just going there to support. I wasn't going there to... I'm the type of person, man, I go there to support. Uh-huh. And when my time come, it will come. So after I support, he said, man, I want you to do some, uh, I want you to do a, a show. So I did my very first show in December, and I got a standing ovation at the Uptown Comedy Corner. So that right there was my highest moment, because I remember I told you I had a situation where I deal with a joke, and the dude was like, that ain't funny. I'm so, I broke my heart before, but yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but that's... That's part of the. That's part of. You got to get the scars, man. You got to get the cuts. So that was my lowest moment. Probably was. Um, <coughs> man, I probably had a lot of low low moments, but uh, I think. I, oh, I did a show in Indiana. I had just killed the show. Like I had two shows in one day. Killed the show early. I was hosting. Boom, boom, boom. Killed it. Uh, then I had to drive to like forty-five minutes an hour away to do another show. It was the worst show ever. The dude didn't really want to pay me my money. He was like, he was like, he was like I guess I'll give you this money. <laughs> he was like, he 
good Shit, idea. I have to. He was like, he was a big dude, dude. So I was like, I was like, you know, if you're you know, a little skinny, like, give me my money, <laughs> right? Give me my money. No, it was he was a big dude. So I'm thinking like, man, if, bro, if it, I, I may get whooped on this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I may just get whooped. It, it, but I hope he still just throw the money on my, <laughs> on as, my body. Yeah, as he knocked me nigga, out. Good fight, nigga. As he, knocked, <laughs> as he knocked me out, just throw the money. Oh, oh, say, here you go. Like, you know, after I wake up, you know what I'm saying? At least I'll be paid. But, but, but that was probably my lowest moment because I was like, I knew <clears throat> my confidence was so low. Like, mind you. Having to drive back, I was driving back with two friends of mine. Mm. So mind you, that drive that was back, a quiet ride, baby. Right, and they and they, and they was like dogging me, like because the, the dude had a he had a ventriloquist the first like before me, and he was horrible. Like he was talking, and so they said, oh, "You gonna go up after that and basically do the same thing he right, did." Right, and That's an hour drive, and I'm sitting there like, look, you know, when you look out the window, right? Like you don't even look at them; you're just looking out the window, and you're right. like, "I just want to kill." Yeah, yeah, right. And so comedy. <laughs> You have to love comedy. You have to be in love with comedy because if you don't, you're going to have moments where, and there's plenty of times, man, I probably quit every day in, in, in my mind as far as how I feel sometimes. But I love, see, me and comedy, we, you know, that's my girl. Uh -huh. And so I love her. And, she, and even though she always say, let's bounce back. Uh -huh. Come on, let's do it again. Let's go up there again. Let's do it again. And see, and then you go one place, you be like, you kill it. You like, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. Then you go no place, you be like, oh, that was okay. Right. And the funny thing about it is, some people don't even laugh at your jokes while you performing. Uh -huh. But after the show, they become a man. You was hilarious. I hate that shit. I mean, like, I despise that shit. I hate y'all niggas that do that shit. Yeah, I be like, I be like, I can't tell. Yeah, I can't tell. I be like. You was the funniest nigga up there. Yeah, I loved you. Right. I looked at your face the whole time. You didn't laugh. I hate that shit. Crap, yeah. smile, something. something. Just clap, just smirk, something. They just be looking stone-faced because what I find out, though, especially in the black experience, one of the hardest things to do, because what when you laugh, you're showing you vulnerable. You know, one of the hardest things mm, to do, think about, think about it, you're vulnerable. Right. Like, most cats don't... One of the hardest things to do, it's hard to say no when you're laughing. Huh. Going back to the, with the drawers and the panties, you know right, what I mean? Right, 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 it's right. hard to say no, so you're showing a vulnerability uh, when you're laughing. So people don't want to show that vulnerable side of them uh -huh. because they feel laughing is a sign of weakness sometimes. Not all, but I, I've learned that about comedy, especially the black experience. We don't laugh because we don't want to be vulnerable. It be them thug niggas, them, them drug, I done perform a room full of drug dealing niggas and them niggas like, yeah, right. yeah, that was, that was a little funny. And they get back and like, yo nigga, you killed that yeah, shit, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. I got outside, I performed in Lothonia. This was oh, Lothonia. Yeah. It was an old Wendy's, clearly <laughs> an old Wendy's that niggas gutted out and made it to a club. Right, right, and right. And I'm in there, I know I'm killing, I'm getting everything out of that motherfucking mic. Yeah. And these, corn, these niggas in the corner, I can just keep saying, just ice grilling. And I'm like, these niggas look like they shoot this hoe up. Bro. I finished, I did like 20 minutes, and I wasn't really supposed to do it. The dude invited me to watch him. And he was bombing, and the, the promoter's like, didn't you say you was a comedian? Yeah. And I went up behind him. He was supposed to be the closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I got somebody else. <laughs> and I went up there and killed his shit. So he yeah. was mad at me. Right, of course. She gave me some bread, and I went outside. Them niggas was outside. They pulled up in the car. Rolled the windows down, mad smoke come out the window. And I'm like, 
I feel like fucking Morris Chestnut yeah, yeah. and Morris. I don't know what the fuck's about to happen. The nigga said, Yo, you was funny as fuck on me and here talking about your shit right now. You want to hit it? I'm like, Oh, no, nah, I'm good, but appreciate it. Yeah. Because I'm like, Y'all niggas ain't laugh. He's like, Nah, you know, you know, see, you know, you can't be doing all that. He, he shit. But you but, see what I'm saying yeah. about the vulnerability. Right. But he's like, Yo, you funny as fuck, though. We in his car right now smoking, talking about your shit. So, yeah, and it's true, bro. Like, that's, that's, but that's where. That's where you know you got it, right? Because you, well, you can make people laugh that's not used to laughing, right? On a regular basis, right? It becomes, it becomes, man. I told you, it's a love, man. Facts. I love it. So, how do you feel comedy shaped the conversation of today's society with the tough topics? Uh, we got to be very. Now everybody is offended by so much stuff. So, the shaping of comedy now. It's easier for me because I'm a clean comedian. Right. But I feel for brothers like you that yeah. that just want to go gung-ho on whatever subject you want to go. You you still got to think, like, am I going to be canceled? I know. You know what I mean? Because <coughs> because you have the political powers that be. And when I say political, I'm not just talking about Democrat, Republican. But the political powers that be will, will shut you down. And sometimes they'll shut you down. It's not that... What you're saying is not funny, but sometimes you're better than them. Right. So comedy, comedy. if you're not secure in who you are, when you're talking about shaping everything, the subject that's going on, uh, you got to be willing to be smart about how you present your... Clever. Yeah, you have, to be, you have to be clever. Now, as you get the money, yeah, you can probably say whatever you want to say. But we yeah, have I mean, just... Damn, like, they probably <clears throat> They probably climb up more because now you got people backing you, man. People yeah. in the building. The Kevin Hart, some niggas ain't, they ain't doing no risky shit. No, they can't. He even mentioned yeah. Kevin Hart talks about man, that. You can't do no risky you shit. You can't do it because you can't, you can't talk about the community. You can't talk about, you know, you can't talk about a lot of things. And so because now everyone, social media has given everybody a voice. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. You know some people, on if they didn't have a Facebook page or Instagram page or a TikTok page, what would you do outside of the social media? No. How effective would you be? Because it's easy to be effective. Mm -hmm. It's easy for people to hear you when they don't know you. Facts. But if you're talking about a, a topic about dudes ain't nothing, woo, 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 and all like that, right. black men, if you talk, you're going to get a thousand people yeah. comment on your stuff right. or what you're talking about. Yeah. And then you, now you become an influencer. Right. So now you, you feel like, I got to talk about that. So even with comedians, comedians, some comedians go all the way to the left just so you can say how wrong they were. Right. Because any publicity is good, good publicity. So that it depends on that. Look, I work in corporate America. Oh, yeah. And I just saw my, my one of my district managers look through my page. They let me know he looked through my profile. I said, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> you got to be careful yeah. with that. You, you know can't be friends. I, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't intentional, but my shit public. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't right. think Mind about you. blocking him or nothing like that, but you just be like, oh, I hope he ain't seen nothing there. <laughs> yeah. I ain't talking about work, so I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, you ain't, got on, you ain't got on the. Yeah, so like, <clears> you, yeah never, you, you never know. You never All know, right. man. So what are three elements uh, that you think separate good comedians from great comedians? Good from great, I think the different elements for me is, first element is know your crowd. Okay. You got to know, you got to be able to observe the crowd. And that's, that's the difference. You have a lot of good comedians that can do, they have a set that they do, uh -huh. but they don't adjust. Right. 
So you got to be willing to adjust uh -huh. to to the surrounding because you sometimes you have uncontrollable issues that I, like, I had to learn that. I learned it. it took me only seven years, but it took me a minute to kind of really understand. You have yeah. to because and and so and so I'm gonna go a little bit deep into that your crowd. Like for instance, if you go in there, like say you don't get up to you, know, you don't perform until eight o'clock. I a great comedian goes in a little bit early, whether you know or not, but you go in. And so you'll go in, then you're gonna you're gonna survey the crowd because you gotta if Thank it's you. an older crowd. I said the same thing before. If it's an older crowd, you gotta now you gotta you know you gotta now, you, now you gotta you, especially like if it's an older black crowd, they love to talk about beating kids. You can talk about beating kids. You can talk about you can talk about old school music. music yeah. You can talk about and, and, and you can talk about how church. you was raised. You can talk about church. It could be it could be the hoodest place. But if you got older people. But if it's a younger generation, you may want to talk about different things about either the music. Like you may come up on a song, you may come up on a song that that they love, uh -huh. and then you just tear that song apart. Right. Like you know, like this. I listened to some song. It was it was just sound. What I don't know who the rapper was, but I had to do a, a young people show, and I seen that. I said, "Oh, this is young," and the dude was like, "He said, I take the same amount of medicine that my grandma takes." So I don't know who that was. It's been about six, seven years ago. But but I but but you I remember what my grandma um, used to take. Right. So then I was able to relate. This what y'all listening to, not knocking what you listen to, but let me tell you what grandma medicine so used to be. Which used to be right. on 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 her nightstand. Right. So that's one element. Another element is you gotta do your research. Do your research in whatever city you at. If you notice, like most of your major comedians, even if they come to Atlanta, they're whatever the hood is. What, what's the hood in Atlanta? Like Decatur or whatever? Bankhead. So yeah. in some way, somehow, they're going to bring up that particular. I mean, you know, I was over in Decatur. I was over in Bankhead. Cat man. Is good with yeah, that. yeah. You know, he's good at that. And so you, you may even find out. You may even find out. Okay, what's the do over there? Is there anybody over there that's known like a crack I know who's a known crackhead over there and then you'd be like man I was over there man and I was man uh Tony the crackhead so uh -huh. guess what's gonna happen Everybody people gonna be spying because right. they oh yeah I know Tony I know Tony right, right, right. He, he stole from my mama now you're getting them engaged right. because you did your research on where you at right and that's very important from a good one to a great one and then uh, another another element you you have to be able to Writing is different for everybody. Some people can't even, writing could be voice, it could be whatever, but you gotta be able to come, uh, what makes you great as well, you gotta know what is your lane. Facts. What type of comedian are you? Mm -hmm. Are you a redirection comedian? Or are you a Bernie Mac? Or are you, are you like a said entertainer? Are you a D, and what I mean by that, you gotta know your lane, because once you study comedy, like when you look at, um, I'm definitely a redirection comedian. Yeah, I'm a so, redirection edgy comedian. Yeah, right. And so you, it's being from corporate America, your your talk and your lingo, you can do both. You can do where you can be hood because you're from New York, uh -huh. but you can be corporate. Uh -huh. And so no matter what, but I still can be funny in both elements, elements because it doesn't matter. Uh -huh. But I'm being me. Right. And so I think that's I think that uh, I, I mean you gotta grind and you gotta be willing to. You gotta be willing to lose money. That's what people understand. That's even in business. I teach this all the time. 
if I have a, if I if I have a grand opening to a, a, a restaurant, uh-huh. some over there restaurant, uh-huh. I know people gonna come out for it. So I gotta hire more. I may gotta hire. I may have to hire ten more uh, waiters and waitresses that night. Right. And I may I may break even or lose money. But guess what? But because uh, it's important for my customer, right. guess what? They gonna come back. Gotcha. Same thing in comedy. You gotta be willing to be like. I didn't took I didn't took places where man you know what they can't pay me but it's an opportunity right. for it absolutely even in twenty years in the game yep, that's true. in twenty years in the game I, ain't, I mean listen I'm still on the ground people don't I ain't I can, I can walk in the airport don't nobody know who I am facts you know what I'm saying right. so so I ain't made nowhere I mean I got some uh, some some clout but I ain't there like I want to be need, right absolutely. but I got to do my research and I got to be willing to lose absolutely so what are your strengths as you know being honest what are your strengths what are your weaknesses as a comedian? So my strength as a comedian is reading the crowd. Okay. That's one of my strengths is reading the crowd and, and understanding the net. Alright, we got a call. <clears throat> you got a call? You want to miss Mr. Comedy? Who's this? Who do I know? What up? Who this? It's Rodney. Okay, what's going on, Rodney? No more. Alright, how can we help you? I saw your ad on Facebook. I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about, brother. Call back. Call back. So, yeah, that was a, that was a call. <laughs> it's, it's Rodney. I saw your head. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, you're trying to prank call, nigga. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know like, child support. I was prank because they grown. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, so. Reading the crowds, your strengths. Yeah, and so um, one of my weaknesses, man, is I'm afraid I'm always bomb. That's a weakness sometimes for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but other than that, you know. Like Chris Rock, it was either Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle. They said, if you still don't get nervous from doing this shit, Oof. you need to stop doing it. Yeah, If this man. shit don't still make you uneasy. I, I think uh, I, I met Ricky Smiley one time. I think I remember him telling me he vomits every time he goes before he performs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, yeah. he, he like, I, I legitimately throw up every yeah. time I go. If this shit don't still make you uneasy, right. stop doing this shit because you, you know what I mean? You ain't got it like that no more. Man. And it does it. I don't had anxiety attacks. And, and I'd be outside. Right. <laughs> I should just go in my car right now. I'm like, nigga, you want to fly You can't go yeah. in the car. Yeah. Man. Man. So I just like, oh, I didn't get together. So I've learned yeah. with some of my mentors and shit. I just don't, I don't go inside. Mm-hmm. If I'm about to perform and I know where I'm at and I get close to that, I'll be outside. Yeah, okay, I don't that makes the, sense. I don't want them, whatever the energy from the crowd is giving to you, yeah. I don't want to see it. I'm like, damn, yeah, yeah, the show yeah. just bombed. They're going to eat my ass yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't want to come in with fresh eyes. Right, right, right. I don't right. know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, you and that's a saying? good point. So Man. I go there to assess the crowd, like you say, see what sh- shit I can pick up to talk about before mm-hmm. I get into my jokes. But then I'm outside talking to the folks, right. getting comfortable in my zone. Cause I don't want to see what's going on. Niggas like, oh, this such such. I don't know that because I didn't see it for you myself. See it. That, that makes a um, lot of sense. And I go in there and do what I do because I'm not. I'm not now. I don't have that pre prerequisite of knowing. Damn, these niggas might do the same thing. I don't know yeah, you know what happened. That's a good I'm point. I'm giving them fr- yeah, fresh, fresh energy. So okay, I'm gonna I'm use that. that yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that as being just a student of the game, that's a good concept because once once again. You get on that stage, man. Like, and when you talk about anxiety, I go through. Yeah, I go through stages where I be like, God, is this what I really want to be doing? Like, you know, the second guessing or whatever, yeah. and going through all of that, man. But that's that's a good point. 
So I got this. Is my last question. I ask everybody this: Dead or alive, top five comedians. Who you spend your last dollar to see when they come into town? Dead or the top five? Your top five. Who are you going to spend your last dollar? You stay in Atlanta. Man, you going to see? You got a few dollars left to your name. Ooh. We about to give you a last couple dollars to go see. Oh, I gotta go see. This is my guy, man. Ali Sadiq. Oh, I love him. Oh my God, man! That's more Incredible who I. Yeah. So and he and when I look at his interviews a lot, I'm like, man, this guy got it. So Ali Sadiq, man, you gotta put Bernie Mac. Okay. I I'll just I would want to sit at Bernie Mac just to talk to him because, uh, you know, he's from Chicago, but just to so him, Ali, and it's not in no top order or whatever, but just the the names Ali, Bernie Mac. I, I love I loved uh, David Arnold, who David passed Arnold. away. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah. man. When he died in because it's Great going on, it's going on a year that he Isn't passed it away. It's almost a year in okay. September. Okay, it'd be a year in September. Him, he's another guy because of being in the game. Uh, that's one I got to see. So three, uh, man, you. Let me see who else. Oh, I would love to see how Richard Pryor. I would love to sit just to see how he came up with what he came up with. Richard Pryor and um, Bill Cosby. Because I'm going to tell you why Bill Cosby, because he, he was like a, just a dad. Like he got a, he got a stand up where he got the, the, the lamp. In front with the with the just on, the on the, yeah and on the stand uh -huh. and he's just talking and it's like it's not like he's doing jokes it's just like he's telling yeah conversation and people and laughing I'm laughing and before you know it you like man that that was it sounded like I was more in a in a conference or something more right. than a comedy show I think that's what makes people think they can do what we do yeah like, I, mean, I, I talk all the time and I'm funny when I'm saying I'm like uh, <laughs> no nigga, five minutes I don't want to hear you do. Yeah. A Cosby joint. You got five minutes to bop, 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 So you got to be pop, pop, pop. Set yeah. up, pop. Set up, pop. Yeah. Five minutes. Three minutes. Some clubs, it's three, Man, four I, minutes. Man, when I got so down you gotta here. you got to figure out how to do it. When I got down here, they was like, uh, I went to Monticello's. Mm -hmm. And he was like, three minutes. Now, I'm like, so I'm from, I'm from Indianapolis. So uh, for shows in the building, woo, woo, woo. You know, everybody know who I am. Yeah. I'm down here. they like, so what's your name again? Right. Uh, and then they come back to you. So what's your name again? Right. Uh, just give me three minutes. You be like three, three minutes? minutes. Yeah. But I respect because they don't come. know me. Yeah, you gotta come with it. You gotta come with it. And you gotta. That's that has to be your whatever joke that you have in your you bag. That right in the mouth. And exactly. then be like, I see y'all later. Yep. Because if you don't, they be like, I remember that nigga. And yeah. We're and we're on. not putting them back on. And you can't. <laughs> and and that's a that that's <laughs> that shit's gonna make or break it in three minutes. And that's another part about being good and great. Right. Respect and time. Absolutely. Man. Respect. Man. If, if, if you tell me to do 10 minutes, I'm doing 9 minutes and 45 seconds. Because the last 15 seconds is going to be, uh, you can follow me on for show 413. Absolutely. You know, so respect. Don't, go over. don't go over. And then, too, uh, when you amongst the great comedians, like I've been amongst said the Entertainer and all that, once you're amongst great comedians, don't think you got to joke your way into them liking you. You know what I mean? Learn how to serve. I worked with Teddy Carpenter. I worked like with Teddy, Teddy Carpenter. Carpenter. You know, good dude. When I worked with him, I went in there as a servant. Hey, what you need? Like, what, what, what you want me to do on this job? What, like, what do you want me to, like, what do you want me to stay away from? Cause I, I'm, I'm a, I mean, it don't matter. I've been in the game for two decades. It doesn't matter. Right. 
this is Teddy Carmen. I've been watching you since I was 17. Yeah, and, you, and you was, like, you got the number one watched uh, set in the history of Def Comedy Jam. Right. But I'm, I'm, I'm here to serve you. I'm not, as a matter of fact, I'm not even joking. Because when we back in the green room, when we back, he's just sitting there like, man, this is my sixth show. I'm tired. So you need water, you need me to bring you something right. other than, and so I could text him and he'd be like, you know, I, and I don't even text him about comedy, I'd just be like, you good, praying for you, bro. And so that's how I got, that's a, a straight up no chaser when it came in December, is because I built a relationship with Mr. Carver. He said, he always tell me, don't call me Mr. Carver. I said, or Ted, Teddy Carver, when I built a relationship with him, he got me backstage passes to the show. Because I wasn't, I wasn't, that's part of being great. I'm not here to prove to you that I'm funny. Right. That's what I'm, the crowd's for. Yeah, that's what I'm for. But then, too, a lot of comedians, you know, they get around bigger comedians, and then they feel like they got to, I got to out-joke you. Like, we could be in the green room with, you yeah, know, sit, and then, and then they be oh, well, we got to tell, no. So I just sit there and be quiet, and like, I'm like, you need anything, whatever, because at the end of that's the day, you, you don't need them. If you back there, just tell your jokes when you get upstage. You tell who you are. If they hear who you are, they hear you. If they don't, you just move on. Right. Because I'm telling you, any you. comedian that's listening, if you stay on this grind, your time will come. Right. It it will come, but you cannot put you cannot put a a time. If I don't do it in ten years, you can. But what I'm saying is, some people get it right away. Uh -huh. Some people can get boom. They in four years, five years, boom. They big time. Right. But your journey may be different, different. and that's okay. Right. That don't mean you're not funny. That's my learn, journey. I had to learn that too. I'd be like, Ooh, this right? They're not to, funny. I had to humble myself. Like, oh, you gotta you know, walk your path. You gotta walk your path because the thing is, when when you get it, when you get where you know, like I'm, I'm getting it, uh -huh. then. The, the, the satisfaction, then the confidence, and then, like I tell people, I travel a lot. People are like, man, you just blew up overnight. I said, I didn't blow up overnight. I've been doing this for 20 years. you just now seeing the results of what I'm doing. But but you're talking about traveling, spending money, spending money, doing stuff for free, uh, not making it, you know, doing stuff on the low because you got to gain fans. You got you to gotta, you gotta go places. You got to drive places. Man, I've driven so many places where I just had enough to get to the place. Yep. And hopefully they hopefully they pay hopefully they pay me when I get back. I didn't been places where they didn't never gave me my money. And then what do you do? Like what do you then, then you have places where they do steal your joke. Or you look on there and you be like, man, that's my joke. Right. And then but what do you do? Or you gotta deal with people that's backstabbing you <clears throat> and, and and you didn't help them out. Yep. You didn't you didn't gave them platforms. You didn't matter of fact you didn't gave them more money than they didn't ever receive from anybody else, right. but they to treat you dirty. Right. But then they forget what you've done for them. Absolutely. How do you deal with that? Because see, we see we, we we say show business, but it's really business show. Exactly. So in the business game, you can't take it personal, even though you know, like, man, I can't believe this dude talking crazy to me right. or talking crazy behind my back when I done done X Y Z. Facts. That's facts. All right, that's that's a good game right there, man. Yeah, 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 man. All right, so we're we'll gonna get into some of these topics. You know what I mean? Let's go. All right, so you got a a black woman that quit her job to because everybody know Beyonce was this weekend, right? Yeah, we yeah. We all know the female Jesus was in here. Yeah, oh my weekend, God, they shutting was, the whole damn city down. I was in that traffic. You know what I'm saying? So a black woman quit her job to attend Beyonce's Renaissance tour after her paid time off was not 
request was not given to her and denied by her boss and she put up a sign that said Beyonce I quit my job today because I'm not gonna let this job break my soul quoting one of her songs whoa she did that yes she married I don't know she divorced she, she divorced now then come on man man hold on wait a minute so you telling me and then she got the nerves to say her she had the nerves to say you break my soul she's talking about the, she quoting Beyonce's song because she got a song talking about breaking her soul so you break my soul. That's yeah, 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 yeah. Play off the words like the job ain't gonna break my soul. I quit these motherfuckers because they try to hold me back from seeing you, baby. Beehive. So didn't Beehive leave? She gone, right? She gone. She was here for just a couple days. So, so the chick is still here. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and, and yeah. oh, okay. So she's still here. She got bills that's still here too. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> her bills so, ain't going away. So she used all her PTO to pay for the ticket because she probably used what she probably took vacation. To pay for the ticket to get that right and then now you she gone so did beyonce respond no who did she want to respond to oh side? my god a side. uh she's the donkey of the day according to her breakfast <laughs> club like so my thing is imagine like, your lady said hey baby uh i ain't get that time off i i put it in and he took the shit back but i got him i quit that shit and i'm gonna go see this beyonce comment. and so i'm gonna be then then my response is you my ex-lady <laughs> <laughs> but like so we used to be because at the end of the day man that that shows you like the power like how does people have power like like i mean i know that i call it the bay half i told the bay half but it's the beehive it's the beehive but the thing is you you put a sign up there that, so i so now she must have a gofundme page or she must have like uh she better have only fans yeah only fans page she better sell that sign maybe she can auction that sign or something sell like that, that. Ass. yeah that, she you can do that too. she better be mocking it yeah because somebody's gonna break her soul because right. <laughs> that suspense is way more than forty dollars man, man that's that, crazy and man. tickets ain't cheap Man, I, I, I got a whole joke about this shit. Every time I do this shit, I was like, y'all beehive niggas gonna kill me one day telling this shit. Because motherfuckers come on tour pretty frequently. Yeah. So I use that joke often, but yeah. And that's I'm the power. two grand for a tick, some tickets. And, and, and you know what's funny, though? That's leading to, like, comedians, though. Every time we get up, we expect to say something different. Right. You better have new jokes for me. But baby, beehive, whatever, she can come. And seen the same song. You already bought the CD. You already stream it. She come and seen the same song. She seen the same song for the last fifteen years, and you love it. I'm jealous of that shit. But but if we come and do a joke, you told that joke two years ago. Well, it's still funny, funny two man. years ago. Still but hit. and that's why comedy is so hard because we expect every time you bet you know black folks we put pressure on. Yeah. Be like, they want you to be animated. They want you to be everything. Shucking job. I hate to say white folks coming in, they, they just ready for a good time. They're watching or paying attention, they ain't going to be in their phone. And they, and they praise you. Yep. That's the difference. Black people pressure you, yep. white people praise you. Because with black people, you better be funny. You better be funny. I'm going to boo you. I'm going to you. You going to come to do what? <laughs> Nigga, stay home. <laughs> like you didn't come to love, right? I tell people you're not gonna mess up my security. Like I'm, I listen. I, my self-esteem is high. I'm not right. gonna let you mess listen. it up. Right. But that's the thing, though, in comedy, going back to even that, you think about the power that that individual had to be able to say, you know, I'm gonna quit. I mean, be, uh, be or Beyonce to have this person say, I'm gonna quit my job, mm -hmm. and she probably really thought by putting this on here but that's the power of the of the internet social right. media yep. now guess what i guarantee you 
somebody's gonna give her some type of job. Somebody's gonna give her some money. I, I give her a job until. Huh? That's what I'm saying. She gonna have to do. She gonna have to do something. But guess what? People, because people want to do the same thing she done. They gonna be like, well, she did what I wanted to do. So let me go and give her ten dollars. Let me give her a hundred dollars. I'll hire her ass until the damn tour come back around, and I'm like, <laughs> I look at that side eye, like, bitch, I know what you did last time. Don't, don't try this. Shit. Right, right, right. Okay. And so, yeah, you, you, ain't, I need doctor's appointment. I need all, all that. that shit. Yeah, because you gotta I show want you me to that. Facetime your doctor. <laughs> uh, all right, so another one. All yeah. right, another beehive story. Good a Texas man has filed a lawsuit against Beyonce for two point three million dollars. Within the forty-seven page lawsuit. He accuses her of many things, including credit thief, being a credit thief, uh, credit theft, identity theft, defamation of character, and even causing him to be gay. He did not explain exactly in detail how Beyonce caused him to be gay, but he did. So wait a minute. Is that her ex-boyfriend or something? It's, a, it's nobody she know. I mean, that As far as I know, he's in the same state that she's from. Right, because he's from Texas. He's right. from Texas. So my thing is... Wait a minute. Credit theft. Credit theft? Then he theft, defamation of character, and even causing him to be gay. How the hell does she cause you to be gay? And I know the community. I know the alphabet is not behind that. <laughs> right. They not they are not wait a minute. They're and not so let you take the queen down. Yeah, yeah. Two point three million? Yes. You know we like uh, so, for anything. So my question is like, you go that high, I guess, just to get maybe Two thousand dollars or so, cause you're not getting no two point three million credit theft. Like man, people are crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm and now, and now that's that's national news. Yes. Well, not national, but yeah, that's but worldwide no, no, no. news. Right. For for oh, I, I'm still tripping off for, cause I'm gay. Right. I'm trying to figure out how you gonna put that in the court. How you how you how you say being gay? It's because of Beyonce. <laughs> well, I guess it rhymed being gay because of Beyonce. He needs to come out with a song. Nah, he need to cut that shit out. <laughs> I he, mean, if he, he wants to make $2.3 million. He's about to get his ass beat. Yeah, he, he better not. He better cut it out. What that, you ain't going to do. <laughs> that is crazy. So now you you got <laughs> you got a chick that quit her job for that. And now you got Dude. she causing you to be gay? Imagine Beyonce in her, her dressing room looking like, these niggas is crazy. Man. Look at this shit. Because yeah, I heard her ass make about $16 million a day. $16 million a, a show? Day? A show? Mm-hmm. Gee, $16 a show. She ain't even finished. She ain't even hit international Europe part of her toy yet. Right. $16 million. Man. 16 to $17 From million Destiny Child. Oh, yeah. From say my name. Say my bills, bills, bills. Bills, bills, bills. Yeah. I mean, now you, sixteen million. Man. Jay Z fight like, that's my girl. That's my girl. What's the upgrade from Beyonce? Nothing. You you can't get. I mean, and then because like I said, she did. He ain't fucking Oprah. Yeah. I mean. He ain't fucking Oprah. Yeah. He got two million. He got two million now. He don't need Oprah. I mean. Yeah. He's yeah Oprah, but she said, man, I was looking at a, a, a podcast with Tyler Perry. He said, man, she got a check one time. She thought it was a social security number. Damn. <laughs> a social. That's not. Was that how many numbers is nine that? Nine numbers, like mine. Is that nine yeah. numbers? Like three, four, yeah. nine, nine numbers. Yeah. She said she got a check, bro. 
that was a she thought it was a social security number. Mm. Must be nice. God, man. Must be nice. And so just imagine, man. It must be nice. Yeah, I get a uh I don't get no social security page. number kind of checks, yeah. but I get like a my social security uh, check I used to get. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, I get a credit score check. You say credit score. <laughs> you got a Nigerian man that canceled his wedding after he saw his soon-to-be wife comment under a Facebook post saying she would cheat on her husband or soon-to-be husband for one million dollars. Mm. So imagine there's a this a, a arbitrary meme out there post and say how much would it take for you to cheat on your husband? And you say one million dollars, and you just about to get married, and your husband see this post has been shared a thousand times. He didn't kill her. Now, you know, black, black folks, we ain't killing yet. We yeah, just, we, ain't, we ain't that. That's, well, that's I don't know, man. You past crime of passion. Uh, yeah, but this is the. Th so she put that on there before Facebook before her wedding. Man, lady. one million dollars to get me to suck off another nigga before. <laughs> but as a dude, I probably like, eh, I may, I may find a dude that we gonna, we gonna, gonna set like, ass up. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I may find a million that will do it. But then, when it's done, and then I marry, divorce her, I get half of that check. I may, I may five hundred thousand dollars on setting my wife. It, future Blackmail. Yeah, yeah, I'm blackmailing. I'm blackmailing my future wife. So then when we get married, she get the million dollars. Uh, you know, I get then, half. Yeah, yeah, I'm divorcing you. I'm divorcing <laughs> you. Give me my money. Remember that dick you said? Yeah, right, right. I get half. I get <laughs> Give it to me. Divorce. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your Honor, the proof is here. Look at Facebook. Yeah, it says it right there. That's all we need. Nigga. It's but, Facebook. But, but that's the thing. That's the power of social media as well. So you have the you have the audacity uh -huh. to put that. She didn't think he was going to see it. He was going to see it. Uh -huh. And he was like, what? In, in Nigeria, like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, I got something for your ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know no longer. You know that nigga. You know, go, you know, go get my cattle. No, no, no. No, let me no, get no, my no. cattle back from you. Yeah, man. right. <laughs> I gave three goats for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> my goats back. My goats. All right, just got this dude named Mark Anthony Gonzalez, a 26-year-old man from Atwater, California, has been arrested after breaking in, uh, breaking an entry into women's homes and rubbing their feet while they were asleep. Rubbing, rubbing their feet the, together. Rubbing the women's feet, giving them massages while they sleep. But some women may not mind that, cause you know women go around nowadays be like, that's the number one thing on their well, list when you're in a relationship. Uh, can you rub my feet? But that's different when a nigga wake up and you got, you got some strange thing at the bottom of your bed like, shh, don't worry about yeah, that. But I'll be like, right, right, right. Go right back to sleep. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing what the your Lord's boyfriend, work. yeah, the Lord's work. I'm doing the Lord's work. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm washing the feet. But this is the thing. So he didn't just do it. So he's, he did it multiple times. Multiple he times. Multiple homes. He didn't want no money. He didn't uh, want no coochie. He just wanted feet, rub your feet. And he got arrested for that? Yeah. You could probably go pay somebody and Man. just do Now you're about to spend, I don't know how long you're going to spend. It just depends on who it is. That shit but, weird, though. Being in prison, oh, jail for real, rapist. Yeah. What you in here? <laughs> well, shit, I rubbed a couple yeah. feet. What's on my hand? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but, but them the jokers I'd be scared of if I was in prison next so I'm going to be like, I ain't going to sleep next to this nigga. Like, like. God, give me my socks. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> imagine you fall asleep and the chick wake up 
You wake up a chick rubbing your feet. Man, but first of all, she's going to cut her, her fingers because I got some. Uh, you want I got some nails? Yeah, I got I'm some. The same yeah, you know, yeah, I had, man, I went to. I went I, to. I'm going to cut my shit off tonight. Yeah, I went, to, uh, I went to get a pedicure one time. And the uh, lady said, Godzilla. She was like, Godzilla! <laughs> I was like, oh, man, yeah, here man. we go. A lot of females be busting <laughs> my chops about that shit. Yeah, I, I cut. I ain't playing footsies yeah. with you. Just suck my toe. Don't yeah, worry I, about that shit. I cut sheets and stuff like that, but we good. I buy you some more, but, you know, that's a, that's a whole nother. But, man, I can't believe things like this. Like, like, how did you find this? Man, I can't tell you myself. Oh, you can't tell me myself. Yeah, you tell me. Like, but that's dope that you got there. Yeah, like, that's... at this point, I used to search for it. I don't have to. I've been doing it so long, niggas send it to me. Yeah, do you know I'll be, what I mean? I be choosing. I'll be like, yeah. ah, I'll talk about that next week. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to start saying, now you're going to have me looking for stuff, and I'll be sending it to you. Yeah, I'll be like, my guy here, put this like, talk on, about man. this shit. Right, right, So right. people look forward to hearing me talk about the shit they sent me. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So cool. yeah, nigga, like, if you, if I wake up, first of all, I'm ticklish on my fucking feet. Yeah. So if you wake me up out of my sleep and I wear a CPAP machine, I'm laughing with the motherfucking machine on. That shit goofy. I don't want to do that shit. I'm going to kick you in your face. Yeah. I'm like, and so, and so what they clearly need is, because I work for ADT security. Oh. So them women need to get some. Burger alarm system from me, Donald, for so long. <laughs> Let me come in and put a system up so you won't have that problem no more. Man, yeah, you. Who the hell call the cops on? That's like them, them kids that be telling the teachers that be fucking. Yeah. Like, you fifth grade, you fuck your teacher. You telling? You niggas whores. No. Hoardies. Weirdos. Them, we had them old school teachers. Right. I had them teachers I wanted to bang. Yeah, but we had them wasn't teachers. wasn't with it? Yeah, they was. But a lot of them, man, they had they had. Uh, we had to, see, I come from, how I'm 47. I'm 43. Okay, so you, we come from age where, you know, you had them teachers, man, with the wigs on. With mm -hmm. the, I mean, they, especially the black woman, they had that makeup going, mm -hmm. you know, little, little tight, little skirt, booty showing, mm -hmm. and then the rub against your uh, elbow. But they, showing. Yeah, they rub against your elbow on I'm the I'm good desk. for dropping some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teacher, <laughs> I, <laughs> <drop> some, <laughs> I keep dropping my pencil. I don't know why, dude, I'm so clumsy. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're so well. Like, uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, all day, man. That that's the difference. But that's people are cra man, people are literally crazy out here, I'm man. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to tell you. Um, you heard about Lake Lanier, right? Yeah, I, heard we heard that. up north we heard about Damn, y'all hear that shit's infamous up north. Yeah, because and it's funny that you talk about that, like the guy that just that that passed away. Mm hmm So I one of his uh good friends, mm -hmm. I know him. The guy who got electrocuted in Lake Lanier? Yeah, I know his his one of his best friends. Oh, okay. From he's from Indiana. And so I seen him put that on Facebook and I called Eric I said, Eric, like it's, I was like, I was wanting to make sure with you because the guy kinda looked like him. He said, Nah, that was just one of my partners, man. And I was like, Whoa, <coughs> I, but everybody know like you don't go to Lake Lanier. At all. At all. And he can still be doing. Yeah, it's like I would, like I said, up north when we talk about it, we'd be like, they like you go down there. Stay away from Lake Lanier. That shit can't Crystal Lake in the flesh. In the flesh. And then they be talking about the history behind it, yep. like you know, it was, it, it was a black city, and yep. it was, it they was big, it out. and they flooded it out, and like, like I said, the ghost is there. Niggas still taking souls, man. Man, I'm like, I, no, it's too many other lakes. Girl, you can't get me. I got, I went on a damn, uh, uh, fucking birthday party on that shit. Wow. All white party. And on the boat the whole time, I'm to myself, and I'm thinking. Why the fuck I let somebody talk me to get on this goddamn boat? Yeah. And the captain made an abrupt turn 
and try to turn the boat around and I swore that hole was on its whole side like we like we making fucking skid marks in the water. I I cussed something crazy. <laughs> Nigga, do you know what fucking body of water we on right, right now while you making this turn? And I'm like, yo, calm down, calm down. I'm like, yo, get me the fuck off this boat. We got another hour to go. Oh, hell no. I, I, I got to show, it. I kissed that fucking ground. Yeah. I said, thank you, Jesus. If you ever see me get on this goddamn bro, take my ass immediately, because I'm never coming on this bitch. Man, I feel you I said, on that one, bro. Captain, what is you thinking, man? You know, I had to, it was shallow over there, so I had to make the turn so I won't go get stuck. Nigga, man, I thought I was going to kiss that goddamn ocean. I, I feel like I looked down, like that shit was so turning up. I looked into the water, and it was always like, come on. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, some things I'm just not gonna do anymore. Yeah, that's anymore. Never it's, yeah, like so. Yeah, I know about that Lake Lanier, man. Lake Lanier. We don't go. Lake don't go. Man. Don't go. No, but niggas like I'm a strong swimmer. Yeah. Not and that's Lake what they said. They said he was. He could swim. Yeah, they he all can swim. Swimmer, man. Until their that current come get your ass. Man, I ain't, I'm, I'm good on that shit. Man. Um, state of Florida, one of my favorite states to talk about. Oh Lord. Uh, just signed a new bill getting rid of permanent alimony for couples who have divorced. It's called the First Wives Advocacy Group. Oh, no, the First Wives Advocacy Group of mostly older women who receive permanent alimony says this will destroy their lives because they won't get their payments anymore. Uh, the name of the bill is SB 1416, which includes uh, doing away with what's known as permanent alimony. The gov great governor, uh, Mr. DeSantis. Ooh. Approval came a year after he nixed several bills that sought to eliminate permanent alimony and set up a form for alimony amounts based on the length of time you were married. So it's a, it's a bunch of older women who have been far divorced 20, 30 years and still getting alimony. Mm, and they're yeah. like, nigga, we've been living off this shit for a minute. You're right. fucking us up. Mm. He's so, about to take that shit away, which I'm not even a fan of that shit. You know what I mean? I just think. Child support, I bet, but I'm supposed to pay child support and your way of living. Nah. Go get a motherfucking job. Like, yeah. is Georgia like that? Alamore, I, don't uh, I don't think so, but I want to be surprised because Georgia yeah. do a lot of backdoor old shit too. So now, so now, the the phrase is cheaper to keep her. Now you can get a divorce. So whoever came up with that, that whoever signed on that law, it don't work in Florida. Right? Yeah, but it, but whoever signed that law, they yeah. probably getting a divorce right now. After they, yeah. they sign that, yeah. if they sign and agree with their bill, yeah. they say, okay, we can get a divorce. You know who it is. It's the sense. This nigga oh, that's, yeah. that's getting rid of black slavery out of the textbooks. And he, is he the, the one that said that uh, the benefits of slavery? Right. Uh, it was, a, it was This nigga trying to run for, you know he trying to run for president next year. He doing nah. all the hard re Republican type shit that they want to do. He just doing it because he's trying to show, hey, I'm for you. I'm for the people. I'm for the, for the, for the you know what I'm saying, political party. And he just he just go hard in the paint. He don't he ain't apologetic about this shit or nothing. He just go. And he's down in Florida, so Governor of Florida. Yeah, because they was telling us what we need to boycott Florida or whatever. Yeah. Like I, I've been saying we need to divorce Florida. Florida is its own fucking yeah. state country. They do their own shit. There's so much weird shit come out of Florida. And and he's been in, he he only been in what for four years? Yeah, he did a lot. He's Dang. a lot. Yeah, because he's banning the books. He's banning yeah, all the stuff that's going on. Now now he's signing that, which I don't necessarily disagree with that. But you can tell, man, he got his motives behind what he's Absolutely. doing. And so with us, man, we, it's that's a sad situation. But I listen, it's going to be more divorce now than ever. Because I can't believe you've been paying for 30 years. 
Man, I don't know. I know about some that states, one. I don't know New York or something. It'd be like, yo, your alimony is good until you get married. So we intentionally don't be getting married. Just be having boyfriends for yeah. thirty nine years 39 and never get married. Never get married. Like, why why marry you? Yeah, will you get married? Like no, nigga, I'm getting a check. I'm fuck, a fuck check. you. And, and, and I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, cool. We ain't gotta get married. I just stay with you and chill, and 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 we good. Yeah. Because so. depending on, especially down in Florida, they probably getting like ten stacks a month yeah. or more. Depending on where you at, because they cost a living. They cost a living. Uh, we got another Florida thing. Um, leprosy is making a, a comeback. Good old a leprosy outbreak in the state of Florida. They have 159 new cases reported in 2020. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention has reported that 81% of current leprosy cases are located in Central Florida. What makes the outbreak even more disturbing? The disease is only incredibly rare. is incredibly rare in the United States. Um, they said that. You could, leprosy can cause numbness, which enlarges the nerves that appear as painful lumps under your skin, nosebleeds, and nose congestion. If untreated, the condition can lead to blindness and disfiguration. Leprosy can be spread by direct contact with infected patients. However, the touching has to be prolonged to infect someone. So quickly hugging somebody or shaking their hands is not going to get it, but probably fucking them or something like that will get you. So you're talking about the, the leprosy that was in From the, the Bible. Bible. Yeah, the Bible. bro. COVID wasn't enough. Man, we ain't no. talking about COVID no more. Y'all niggas out here smoking hookahs, eating off each other's forks. Yeah, time to bring some old school. We got digging the crates <laughs> and go get that. Go past malaria. Go past smallpox. Go oh. get that, nigga. What's yeah. that one in the back? Pull that one in the back, oh. chef. Or leprosy. That's just good. Bring that back. Bring that out. Man, so they probably got a laboratory somewhere. You know they, got. they got a laboratory somewhere with all the diseases. And all the diseases are Chill. labeled. Yeah. They all labeled like, like, okay, we're gonna bring this out for. They pronounce this out like fucking new Man. Jordan collections. So we, what we dropping in the fall? Which one we dropping? You want yeah. leprosy? Leprosy? You want to go to that? Oh, you? Yeah. Oh, you, you a bad motherfucker. Well, yeah, you really want to go back? You really, really want to go back? Oh man, what leprosy. you gonna do after after this one? Man, that is 159 cases in Florida. In Florida. Now you want to bring Jesus back for this one? Bro, like, right. You've been out telling me you know <laughs> Jesus is the only one that was this oh one, sir. God. You telling me you got a shot for this? Hey, so what's funny, though, is there may be a, a, a like, a, a antichrist or a Jesus looking like, man, like, like come up. You know it's going to be some old, some Jim Jones type nigga. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Anybody with leprosy, come on yeah, so I can hear you. Right. Let me give you some of this Kool-Aid. Let me give you some of this water. And they for $79,000, you get this Holy water that'll kill you of your leprosy. Behind, we had this conversation today. Watch what happened. <laughs> People gonna come up with scams and everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's gonna be a Jesus to come back some way, somehow. To say Baptized I can do the people it. In, in yeah. the Florida swamps. Right. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, push your ass down in the swamp. Right. And get ate up. Gone. Yeah, man. Get ate up by alligator. alligator. So, yeah, the leprosy is gone. You go, there the leprosy <laughs> goes. Yeah, that's crazy, I'll be, I'll be man. Paid. You, you sent my money by cash out, right? Man, that is right, right, right. Well, yeah, Before we do this, you did cash out. Yeah, 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 right. Herzell, something. <laughs> yeah. Give me my money. Leprosy, man. baby. He's making a comeback. Jeez, that's scary. One last one. You got a grandma on video with this younger dude. She's probably uh, maybe in her late 60s. Dude okay. look like he's maybe very early 20s. She talking shit to him, and she said she wanted one night to have sex with him. He's like, Yeah, I, I'll fuck you for $200. And she's like, all right. And he videotaped her going to the ATM 
and he's standing behind her like, yo, she said she wants this dick, blah, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, this dick better be good. You better be doing everything. So I guess he didn't record a smash. He recorded after them laying in the bed smashing and whatever. And the chick called a heart attack, and he had to call the ambulance. <laughs> That's... So, now you recorded her getting I'm, in the fucking on I'm, gurney. I'm going to, to the we're going to hell for this. We're going to hell because we laughing. Lord, please forgive us for we we do know what we doing, but that's funny. So she had a heart attack, right? You pip your dick off for two hundred dollars and sent her to the hospital. He he broke her soul. <laughs> Literally, he broke her now soul. Now you got to into a grandkid. Yeah. Walking to grandma, walking to G mama. She was just good. She was walking with us yesterday. That, that'd be me, huh? Oh, my God. I thought the doggy style the bitch got a heart attack. She got a heart attack. <laughs> and he recorded her going into Everlands and stuff. Well, I guess you got to because you got to make sure you cover all your bases that you ain't going to jail. Like, that's a, that's a, uh, Law and Order SUV moment. Like, you know, that'd be a good episode. <laughs> like, 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 hey, I want to watch some of real quick. I got $200. I got, oh, like, it's on me. I, that's the least I can do, you niggas. His stock just went up, though. Because all, yeah, all, 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 all them old, no, all the old women out here, yeah. I'm willing, I'm on I'm, my list. I got this security, so security God. That nigga gonna be the granny slim. Yeah, the granny slim. <laughs> <laughs> I got so security. Oh my, bro, you talking about it, it, it be called the only grands. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's only grands. Yeah, 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 but grannies. Yeah, the man. only grands. I'm telling you, he about to make some serious yeah, yeah. money. You gotta be looking at your grandmother's phone like, who the fuck is talking to? Daquan, no, hang up on that nigga right now. Yeah, I'm not talking to no fucking Daquan. Yeah, we gotta have, we, you gotta have like an intervention. Like, you know what I mean? We're going to counseling, Granny. We're going, you ain't about to do this, but man. Yeah, like, that's crazy. $200, though. Man. He just came arbitrary like, shit, I fucked yeah, yeah, $200. Yeah, yeah, 200 Damn, he said, yeah. fuck 40 Yeah, right to to the and what's crazy is she probably would have gave him more if he'd have asked for more. She sure, she sure would. She sure would, because she was no hesitation. She went right to the ATM. Yeah, that 200 cost her a heart attack. She's still living, though, right? I didn't read that part. Oh, they ain't okay. get no updates. Hopefully yeah, she is. Yeah, she's still living, man. But if not, she gonna, she, she lose her copay money giving this nigga money to man. for a heart attack bill. She's about to take. <laughs> Rest in peace, Jerry Springer, because that's a Jerry Springer episode. Yeah, she gave copay money. This nigga. Yeah, that is a Jerry Springer episode with the. Fa Could you imagine that episode with the family on there and she on there? Right. You know what I'm saying? You got Daquan <laughs> on there, and they having a conversation, <clears throat> and then Daquan girlfriend come out. Oh yeah. <laughs> she want to slap the grandma. Right, right. And then Daquan's mama come out. <laughs> She's yeah. too old for you. Right. She old enough to be my mama. Yeah, but but then, but then Granny got a son. But the Granny got a uh, grandson that's right. twenty five. But then he, he want to fight yeah. Big Juan. Yeah, yeah, but he now nah, he screwed the Juan's mama. Mom. Yeah. Now we even. Now we even. Hey, like yeah. your mama's name. Right, man. and then they go back and they talk about man. That's a Jerry Springer rest in peace. Yeah, that shit funny as hell. That so as we end the show, brother, what, what what you got coming up? Give you your social medias, all that. Stuff. Okay, so social media you can. Uh, uh, you can follow me on my Instagram handle is for show is F O S H O. It's right here. F O S H O four one three. You can, I uh, got a, a comedy page called delivering the funny. You can follow me on Facebook. Uh, TikTok is for show seven, five, seven, five. So that's, uh, that's what I do, man. And, uh, shows I got coming up, uh, working on a show for October 13th. 
I definitely let you know, bro, about that October 13th. But mostly I'm out of town, man. I, I got Chattanooga. Chattanooga is September 16th. Okay. I got that. And then um, I'm trying to see what I got in Atlanta uh, going on. Uh, as of right now, I don't have anything going on in Atlanta. It's just pretty much in the Midwest. But I will be in the Midwest this weekend, the 26th, the uh, 26th, 27th. And then I'll be in Chattanooga. And then I got uh, some shows October 6th. And then December, man. That's just where I'm at right now. But they coming in, man. They coming in. They coming in. They coming, they coming in. in. What about you? What yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I yeah. got shit going on too. I got, yeah. I got skits. You know, I'm back working with my with my girl Nikita. You know what I mean? So we drop one on Sunday. We drop them uh, Sundays and Thursdays. I got skits uh, coming up. So please oh, so like, you need share. An actor, let me know. You know what I'm saying? No, sure. Real talk. Real talk. Like, share, comment. Yeah. Um, I got a podcast I do with my my homeboys uh, called the Bearded Kings on Sundays as well. Um, those that goes up on on YouTube on every Wednesdays. So check that out. And of course, of course, one of the best podcasters in Atlanta. You heard what I'm saying? Best I comedy podcast in Atlanta. I agree. For the last seven motherfucking years. <laughs> the original. Been married, duplicated, but it can't be. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Every Wednesday at 8 o'clock, Misfits of Comedy. Yeah. All right? And we're going to have more guests next week. More funny folks coming through. More inside of this comedy game. And if you have not seen this episode, I don't know why you wouldn't. You can catch us on YouTube. SoundCloud, Mixcloud, um, Spotify, Facebook, Misfits of Comedy, uh, Instagram, Misfits of Comedy. We are on Pandora. We are on Roku TV, Amazon Music, uh, iTunes, Google Play, everything. everything. There's absolutely no reason that you say you haven't been able to see it. You can watch it over and over again. Try to listen while you're driving to work. Listen while you're feeding your baby. Whatever you want to do. All right, because we we in this every Wednesday at eight o'clock. All right, so we got my man for show. Thanks for coming out, my brother. Man, thanks, bro. Appreciate Sorry. the opportunity. Yeah. Slapping this Wednesday. All right. Peace. Is like Kylie Jenner, slightly better than many of the veterans in a letterman sweater. Reminiscing of Anthony Cruz, minus the lisp. Leave you niggas hella confused, minus your bitch. Said she wanna roll with the winners like Maverick. She's a goner, hop in a sprinter like magic. Made a smile like young rolling out of Duval. For a while, I moved more box than you haul. I rap for niggas with a mortgage, just real life. Ain't with all that hype, beast performance. For fathers or daughters who got recitals Embellished with the fellas of Garden Night Revival Give me a V-cut, McKellen 12 neat Yamazaki poppy, I ain't fucking with the peach The only squares that I know, fold in the pocket Broken down brim when synagogue's the topic Sipping mana shepherds at home